What would it take for BYU to pull off a major upset of the number 14-ranked Oklahoma Sooners? Well, I think it's going to take a lot, but we'll delve into that on today's show. We're also talking BYU Senior Day with a guy who's been around the program for quite a while. You may not know necessarily, but he's a very, very uh, well-respected player within BYU's locker room. That would be the one, the only, Talmadge Gunther. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, this is your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU. And a huge thank you to all of you uh, for your continued support of the podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks because Prize Picks is the largest daily daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They want to let you guys have an opportunity to up to 25 times your bet amount uh, courtesy of your friends at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. All right, let's dive right in on today's show. Of course, the topic du jour is BYU and Oklahoma at Lavelle Edwards Stadium tomorrow morning. 10 a.m. kickoff. Uh, looking forward to this. It's a new look for BYU. Last time they played a morning game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium was way back in 2004. And frankly, uh, I have uh, been to a lot of BYU football games and I likely went to that football game, but I do not remember it one bit. So I, I would have thought you could have told me that BYU was playing their first ever home uh, 10 a.m. kickoff, but uh, alas, it is what it is, and it's also the earliest kickoff in Oklahoma football history in quite some time, at least in, in, in general, so looking forward to this. It's a big opportunity for BYU. Now, am I expecting BYU to come out here and shock the world? Let me be just right blunt right off the top. No, I am not, but Riley Jensen uh, came on my radio show. Of course, I am the producer of DJ and PK on the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, and he joined us earlier this week. He joins us Wednesday mornings, and he had a very good point. Point. And he made the point that BYU traditionally every year has pulled off a win that you feel like, where in the world did that come from? It's usually been, you think of the, the Tennessee win in Knoxville in 2019. You think of the Wisconsin win in 2018 when they went to Camp Randall and upset then number six ranked Wisconsin. There, there have been a number of these wins over the years. You can just go back through their history and say, okay, there are, BYU's got a history of this. But here's the thing. Is Arkansas qualified as that this year? No, I don't think so, because typically they have been pretty highly thought of opponents, normally ranked, and you, you, you get the upset. So could BYU pull the shocker of shockers for a lot of us in terms of upsetting the Oklahoma Sooners tomorrow morning by the mid-afternoon, uh, it'd be over. I, I, I don't think so, because I just feel like BYU's in a really, really tough spot right now. They have to play by far their best game today, and it would have to be like all three phases of the uh, game came together for BYU, and all three phases have been faltering seemingly simultaneously, especially over the past two weeks. So can BYU get this course corrected, and it would be seven 
uh, short days in terms of getting on the field and then going out there and springing an upset of Oklahoma? No, I don't necessarily expect that, but the way to do it, if, if BYU is going to pull this off, if they're going to pull off a major upset, you got to have Jake Retzloff, who I expect will be making his start for BYU. There is some thought in my head that uh, BYU has been playing some smoke screen games out there with regards to if Keaton's 100%, he's our guy, as I think quote from Aaron Roderick. But it doesn't sound like he's 100%. I think at this point, you're pushing all your chips in on Jake Retzloff. So you'd have to have Jake Retzloff essentially shake off uh, what was a horrid performance, uh, passing the football in particular, last week, and really come into his own against Oklahoma. You're going to have to have a defense that's going to be able to force three, four, five turnovers, it feels like, give BYU short fields, and uh, the offense under Retzloff's direction will have to cash in all of those, it feels like, for touchdowns, because I just don't think you're going to keep an offense the caliber of Oklahoma's down for that long. Dylan Gabriel is already over 3,000 yards passing uh, on the season. He is at the control of a very, very elite offense. He's got a 5-1 to one touchdown to interception ratio, so the, the thought that you're going to pick him off four or five times doesn't necessarily seem all that that uh, likely, but here's the thing. If BYU wants to win this football game, they've got to go back to the formula that got them the wins over the likes of Arkansas and some of the, the bigger wins this season. They can go back through, through the record and see, okay, when they beat Texas Tech, when they beat uh, Cincinnati, when they beat Arkansas, what did they do? They turned over the opposition a whole lot more than they did, and they're going to have to take care of the football. And I, frankly, if you even have one turnover in this game, uh, for, speaking of BYU, it could be that's all she wrote, folks. And even then, you could lose, the, you could win the turnover margin in this game and still lose this. That's how daunting of a challenge this is for the BYU football program. But I'm just kind of laying out the roadmap of how it would have to go down for BYU. Take care of the football, uh, get a bunch of turnovers from Oklahoma, have them wilt in the second half under the sun, uh, rain if it does come into effect, uh, the elevation factor, have that all play into effect here for BYU, and then essentially have BYU on offense come alive like we haven't seen them come alive all season long. And that means they have to run for the it was 188 yards, 190 yards last week. You need to have that type of performance on the ground, but then you need one of the performances that uh, Keaton Slovis had against the likes of Cincinnati this year or Kansas where he went for 300 plus. You're going to need to have the offense just come absolutely alive to have any hope and prayer of notching this upset. But uh, Riley Jensen lifted the lid on it and said that BYU has not had one of those caliber of wins or one of those inexplicable wins, I guess is a good term to use for it. And if they can pull that off tomorrow, what a kind of turnaround it would be, like a whiplash moment for a lot of us who've been covering BYU. Uh, obviously, you guys as fans would be like, okay, you can lose so awfully against, is that correct terminology, awfully against uh, West Virginia and Iowa State, but then turn around and upset number 14, uh, Oklahoma, you're going to, you're really going to do that to us? That's how it would have to go down, but it's going to be a big, big matchup. I'm uh, expecting a very healthy contingent of Sooner fans uh, to be in the stands. It sounds like, according to people I have talked to, that uh, most of the concession stands are flipping their overall uh, menus. They're offering breakfast items. I know in the media area uh, for years, it predates me, uh, the Tucano's pregame meal for the media. Uh, I've been covering BYU for 13 seasons now on a professional basis, and that Tucano's meal 
has been there every single game that I have covered to this point, but it sounds like they're uh, bucking with tradition and they're switching over to breakfast burritos. So uh, looking forward to this. I'm excited for a new look BYU playing in the morning. Uh, We'll see what the weather holds. I know that the forecast has uh, kind of been holding the rain in the forecast somewhere between 30 and 40% all week long. We'll see if it plays a factor. Uh, if it does, the rain comes down. That gives you the opportunity to strip that ball out in particular a little more heavily. And obviously, if you get hits on the quarterback, that ball could pop up in the air. It, it just it feels like if you're going to pull it off, that's how it's going to have to be. It's kind of kind of to be the hallmark of what BYU's done this season, but even to a higher degree than they've already done it. And we'll see if it ultimately shakes out that way, or if BYU drops to five and six on the season, having lost five or six games. As, uh, yeah, five or six. Uh, be disappointing in and of itself, but nonetheless, that's why what you signed up for. That's the thing, uh, Aaron Roderick. I really appreciated him when he spoke to the media earlier this week. He's like, this is what we wanted. This is what we signed up for. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. We knew we were going to ha- get our tails kicked at times, but at the same time, you got to be out there and competing better than BYU's been competing the last two weeks. So at minimum. I am hopeful that BYU will uh, proverbially get up off the deck and show they got some fight in them. I, I don't want to see them roll over on senior night. I don't know that there are 30 guys being honored on senior day tomorrow. All three of those guys do not want to have their final home game at BYU be an absolute butt whipping at the hands of the Oklahoma Sooner. So we'll see how the Cougars hold their own if they can. Well, if they can hold their own against OU, but at the same time, I'm expecting a better effort from BYU at minimum. If not, you know what, then it's probably all she wrote and we can expect going to Stillwater next week. BYU's all but melded in and five and sevens on the horizon. That's kind of the the feeling I get in terms of this game. Now, with regards to Senior Day, there's a lot of guys being honored and one of them you hear referred to often is a guy by the name of Talmadge Gunther. He has been an unsung cog in BYU's offense, uh, doing a lot of the uh, dirty work's probably the wrong term, but doing a lot of the little things out there, just searching for any and all playing time he can get being on special teams running scout team stuff over his time as a Cougar. I had a great chat with him earlier this week to talk about what was potentially his final game in a BYU uniform. It was really, really fun to catch up with him. Had a lot of good thoughts on his time at BYU as a guy who's uh, ha- has seen the birth of two of his kids while he's been a student athlete at Brigham Young University. Really, really a fun conversation. We'll get to that here in just a moment. First, a word on our friends over at Prize Picks, though. Prize Picks have been working with us for a few months now. That's what about Prize Picks is they are the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports, and it's just you versus the numbers, my friends. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros, you can pick more or less on two to six uh, player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. The best part is you can go out there, bet five, ten bucks, and win up to 25 times that amount back, and it's simply just you uh, select two or more players over or under on their stat projections and leave it. You can set that lineup. You can set your uh, daily fantasy sports lineup with price picks in less than 60 seconds. Move on and check back and see if you won and obviously collect your wins as well. The best part is you can play against some of price picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz. You also can find community players under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the price pick community each week to have some fun along the way if you want to associate with some of the bigger names out there in pop culture and in sports. So check it out, my friends. They offer quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types, including basketball 
basketball and football. It's what makes Price Picks the number one daily fa- daily fantasy sports app. So take advantage of it now, my friends. Go to da- uh, PricePicks.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's PricePicks.com slash LockedOnCollege. Use the promo code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match of up to $100. Once again, that's PricePicks.com slash LockedOnCollege. And use that promo code LockedOnCollege for a, pr- uh, for a first deposit match of up to $100. Once again, it's all courtesy of your friends at Price Picks. Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Hope you guys are all doing well on this Friday. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us here on the podcast. Time now to let you guys hear a conversation I had earlier this week after BYU football practice with Talmadge Gunther, a guy who was nearing the end of his time at BYU. Probably hasn't necessarily played as much as he would have liked to in a BYU uniform, but you can tell this is a guy that has been a a big piece and a big part of the BYU football program, even if he's not been an outright star on the actual gridiron on game day. I have heard, I don't know how many of his teammates over the years refer to this kid and with the utmost uh, reverence and praise for how he handles his business. So really wanted to get to know a little bit more about Talmadge Gunther. I had a great chat with him. So without further ado, here you go. Uh, BYU wide receiver uh, Talmadge Gunther right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. You've been around this football program for quite a while and senior day upcoming against Oklahoma. What are your feelings as you approach potentially your final game as a BYU, a final home game as a BYU Cougar? Yeah. Oh man. It's, I mean, it really hit me after after last Saturday, like, uh, you know, I got to play a lot there in the fourth quarter, and it was, it hit me after the game. I was like, dang, like, this potentially I only get to do this one more time. So it's it's going to be really cool, um, especially to play a really high quality opponent yeah. like Oklahoma. You know, it's it's going to be special, and I think you know we have we have the team to go and do something special on Saturday, and so I can't wait. It's going to be. A great day. Is that kind of the rallying cry right now for you guys? Like your five wins, it's like you need to get one more to extend the season in another game. Is that kind of the whole thought right now? Just focus on the here and now. Totally. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a one game season. You know, every week at this point, uh, it's been that way even for for a couple weeks. But at this point, it's just let's go one and zero this week, and then we'll worry about what comes afterwards. Um, you know, somewhere after that. Now, you're a guy who's played almost his entire career in Independence, but this first year in the Big 12, does it get much bigger than Oklahoma at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? No, it's, I mean, it's sweet. Yeah. I think it's going to be rocking on Saturday. You know, 10 a.m., yeah. we never played at 10 a.m. either, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the five years I've uh-huh. been here. So I'm excited to try something new on my, on my senior day. I was going to ask you about that. Like, in terms of the schedule, how much different is it going to be for you? Uh, I mean, so I have two kids. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I, I, so I'm, I, I'm up early pretty much. It, it won't mess me up or anything yeah. but it could I mean and we're I think the team is handling it well you know mm-hmm. we're being coached to go to bed earlier this whole week and all that just so I don't think it'll affect us as far as us being prepared to play it'll just be kind of fun to just wake up and play instead mm-hmm. of wake up and watch everybody else play the whole sure. day and then we get to go here's the thing with with regards to those early kickoffs do you guys have to do anything I guess I don't know special in a way or is it just like just wake up let's just go yeah I mean we'll I'm sure we'll probably have a earlier curfew than Got typical it. on Friday night and mm-hmm. then we'll probably have a pregame you know breakfast yeah. as a team earlier than Cougar we would normally wake up right <laughs> yeah you know all the good stuff <laughs> uh but other than that like I think it'll be our pregame routine usually we're we're meal is a you know a few hours before and then we're headed to the stadium just two hours before so I think we'll probably just stick to that and make sure we get to bed early to so we can you know still be well rested when we wake up 
What's your experience at BYU been like? Because you've been a walk-on. You're one of the yeah. guys who was part of that Built Bar deal back in the day. Right. And whatnot. What's, it, what's the whole journey been like at this point? Yeah, hey, it's, that's a hard question to answer in a, in a short time, but it's been awesome. You know, like, so grateful for, for all the experiences, all the memories I've made, the friendships, the coaches. You know, everything has happened for a reason, and it's, it's been really special to me, and it's something I'll always, I'll always cherish. Is there like one, I don't know, one moment, one play that you always hold on to? It's a good question. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. I think the two game stretch for me that was just like amazing was Utah and Arizona State back okay. to back in yeah. 2021. Mm -hmm. And personally, you know, I, I made a big play on special teams mm -hmm. in the Arizona State game. So that was really special. But to just win those two huge games back to back at home, like crazy loud energy was was wild like that was that was really probably my and I mean it's hard to say that was my best memory sure. but but it's definitely probably the one that's sticks out the most what's it what's it like to be a guy who has multiple kids and finishing up your like time whoever however long or short it might be at BYU how's it been to like have kids be married and all that stuff and be a BYU football player yeah no, it's, I mean, it's awesome. You know, I, my, my son who's three, mm -hmm. he's a football player too. You okay. know, like he comes in the locker room, he <laughs> hangs out with the guys, you know, they all know his name. He, he knows all their numbers. Like it's almost a party trick. You know, you ask him like, Drew, who's number 11? And he's like, Cade Finnegan, okay. who's number 10? Keaton Slowis. Like he knows all the, all the guys, all their numbers, names. Like, so that's just been really fun to just see him at such a young age already like mm -hmm. develop a love for football so i know that's something that that we'll be able to share you know for forever what's his future position <laughs> uh not sure yet we'll okay. see we'll see what body type he comes out right. with fair enough yeah i, I can understand it uh last couple of things for me is what do you expect from oklahoma because this is a team under coach venables they're yeah. pretty well known defensive quality for sure yeah no we expect them to come out they're going to play hard they're going to do a lot of different things on defense that you know will will try to make things hard for us but i think you know the coaches are preparing us well i think we'll have a really good game plan and put our best let's try to you know come out and put our best product on the field on saturday and just take it you know one play one series at a time and let's go you, know? you, got, you got any idea what your emotions are going to be yeah i mean i don't know it, it's it's interesting to think about yeah. i think though that it's going to be mostly just gratitude like as I think about it I'm gonna look around and just be like you know what a special experience for me like I've wanted to do this since I since I was a kid mm -hmm. and here I am doing it you know and whether my role is exactly what I dreamed of as a kid or not that that doesn't matter you know I'm out here with some of the best guys I've met and just having a great time. There you go. Talmadge Gunther, BYU wide receiver and a big thank you to him for taking the time to join me here on the podcast and uh if it is his final game, and some have reported already that it is his final game playing for BYU inside Lavelle Edwards Stadium, I am hopeful he'll get a chance to maybe play a little bit more uh, than he would have otherwise. You heard him talk about the fact it was fun uh, to get some extended playing time despite the blowout loss last week uh, against Iowa State. These kids are competitors. Every one of them have been standout football players their entire life, and their whole dream has been to live that dream. In this case, for, for a guy like Talmadge Gunther, it's been to suit up for BYU and wear the 
the white and blue and just be a part of the Cougars football program. And there's a lot to be said for that because he's got a great education. He's been, like I said, he's been just a, a legend amongst his teammates. I hear all the time references to Talmadge Gunther. And it's just, it's awesome to see guys like this get their shot and obviously be able to go out on top. And it'd be even better if they could uh, get a big victory to celebrate Senior Day as well. But we'll see how it ultimately all plays out for BYU in the coming uh, 24-ish hours, even less than that. But looking forward to it. Uh, it should be fun all the same. They, they're saying it's a sellout. So I'm expecting a pretty hearty crowd out there. Uh, we'll see how many Sooner fans versus Cougar fans are in the stands. But looking forward to it all the same. And cannot wait to be out there. I'll have my pre- and post-game coverage obviously coming to you live beginning at 9 a.m. Mountain Time on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. If you want to tune in, Alex Carey and myself, we've been uh, co-hosting uh, that program all season long. Love to have you guys be a part of it. Obviously, you have a post-game show with call-in opportunities uh, with your thoughts as well as immediately after the game goes final as well. So, uh, fun, fun times. Looking forward to it. I'll give you my score prediction that I've already kind of laid out there a couple of times on other podcasts this week. We'll get to that coming up next. I also need to talk about other BYU sports in action this weekend, including a huge win for the BYU women's soccer program. It looked a little shaky at times in their uh, round of 32 matchup against USC last night at Southfield. But the good news for BYU, they found a way and they're moving on to the Sweet 16. We'll talk about all that as we continue on right here on Locked On Cougars. Now, a word on our friends over at Athletic Brewing. Of course, Athletic Brewing is fit for all times. That's the terminology they love to use. The best part about this is uh, Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. They have full flavor and are well-crafted, just like a full-strength beer. That's part of they are great-tasting and award-winning and beat up full-strength beers in international competitions. Think about that, my friends. Non-alcoholic beer beating actual beer in these competitions. They brew over 50 styles of craft, non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and more. So no matter what you're looking for, they've got an option for you guys. And of course, as they say, they're fit for all times. Drink them anytime, anywhere, and make any activity more enjoyable, like watching your kids game, watching a, a, a college or a, a pro game, uh, tackling work, working out, all of it uh, available to you guys, doing it. No hangovers ever uh, with our friends over at Athletic Brewing. So give it a shot, my friends. Your first-time customers can go online to athleticbrewing.com and uh, get 15% off your first order by using the promo code Locked On. You also can find your non the, their non-alcoholic brews at a store near you. Buy, buy online once again at athleticbrewing.com using promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, of course, exclusions and conditions may apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at UCCU. Now, UCCU has been working with us for, uh, wow, it's been quite a while, but they have got a fantastic app. It's called the Learn and Earn app. It's part of the UCCU mobile banking app that's paying your entire family to learn about money. We all want to be smarter when it comes to our finances. They have broken down these financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games uh, featuring quizzes and trivia. And every time a family member uh, completes a topic, you earn points that accrue and can be redeemed for gift cards to many, many uh, stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every member of the family. You can compete against one another and track your progress on leaderboards as well. Learn and Earn is available inside the UCCU mobile banking app, so play it anytime, anywhere. And of course, the more you learn, the more, excuse me, the more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. Simple as that. It's all per, a part of UCCU's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of your friends over at Utah Community Credit Union love where you bank. 
Thank you once again for joining us here on Locked On Cougars and making it your first listen of the day. Hope you're having a, a great day once again, getting ready for game day. Hope you have some good plans, whether it's to tailgate or I don't know what you're planning on doing uh, for BYU in Oklahoma, but uh, there's other games going on this weekend for other BYU sports as well. Let's start off with the women's soccer program. They got a one nothing victory or 1-0 victory over USC last night. The number one seed BYU uh, moves on to the Sweet 16. A huge win uh, for BYU because uh, they now advance and obviously they're trying to live their dream as a national uh, title contender uh, this season, their first season in the Big 12. Who knows if that's ultimately how it's going to go down for BYU, but the good news is is the Cougars have more than held their own. It was a fantastic goal from Bella Foligno to uh, break the deadlock in the 58th minute uh, for BYU to get that victory, and congratulations to her on scoring that goal. It's always fun to score game winners, obviously, no matter what sport you happen to be playing in. So BYU uh, will advance. Uh, They will host Michigan State tomorrow. Uh, they would take a number five uh, seed, Michigan State. They defeated Harvard one nothing at Southfield earlier on Thursday. It's the first time that Michigan State has advanced to the uh, Sweet 16 in their own right, and they'll be at six o'clock when these two teams, speaking of BYU and MSU, will square off at Southfield. It'll be on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus. So tune in if you want to watch that uh, after BYU football wraps up. Maybe just before you head out to the Marriott Center to watch uh, BYU basketball. Now, speaking of BYU basketball, come off a huge win over Southeastern Louisiana. One of the better. Performances just top to bottom from the get go. BYU absolutely trounced uh, the Lions. The I didn't know this uh, immediately after the game, but uh, Southeast Louisiana was picked to win the Southland Conference and potentially punch their own ticket to the NCAA tournament. That's a pretty good win for BYU to be as dominant as they were, 105 to 48. Now, uh, Southeast Louisiana was in the 200 range in uh, Ken Palm. I think it's 213 coming into the matchup. After BYU's victory, the Cougars were inside the top 20, one of the top-ranked Big 12 teams in KenPalm.com's ratings. That's number 16 uh, in those rankings. Really cool to see that for BYU. They now welcome in Morgan State to the Marriott Center tomorrow night. Now, Morgan State is ranked in the 300s. There is bad as uh, who was it to start the season? Uh, it was the oh Houston Christian. Uh, Houston Christian was 362. Morgan State just a, a, a touch higher than them at 345 in the KenPom.com rankings. This should be another opportunity for BYU to really just run their record to 4-0. There's a lot of these games. No offense to any of these opponents in this non-conference slate for BYU that are dogs. These they're coming to get a game check and you uh, wish them well and pat them on the head and uh, move along the way. Now next week though BYU does play in the Las Vegas as a shootout or whatever they're calling it down there in Sin City. They will take on Arizona State on Thanksgiving night and then obviously have another opportunity against a high-level opponent uh, on Friday night. Those are two big games for the the roster, or the not the roster, the, well, it's for the roster, for the players, but more important uh, for the uh, NCAA tournament uh, resume. If you want to win those games, have them on the docket. Those go with the San Diego State win as ones that you can point to and say, hey, we're good enough here. Now, the interesting part about KenPom.com's rankings, he's got BYU sitting potentially at 10 and 8 in Big 12 play currently. Now, there's still a long way to go until BYU even uh, tips off Big 12 play, but I'm saying this right now. If BYU goes above 500, even sits at 500 when it comes to Big 12 action this season, I would be stunned if BYU did not make the NCAA tournament. Like I said, there's a lot of work and a lot of games to be played, and you got to go out there and prove your medal, be able to prove that you can win uh, in those uh, big games against the Big 12. But if BYU goes anywhere near 10 and 8 in the Big 12, as KenPom.com's rankings suggest for the Cougars, that's an NCAA tournament team, and that would be absolutely phenomenal for Mark Pope and his squad to accomplish that year one in the Big 12. He actually be a really, really uh, nice feather in the cap of a guy who, uh, frankly. Uh, 
I, I've been down on Mark Pope at times in the recent past, and for him to bounce back in that in that way would be awesome to see. So we'll see what happens. So that'll be a seven o'clock tip off inside the Married Center. Um, I do have some tickets uh, for you guys. I need to double check this. I'm actually going to do this while I am uh, uh, checking on this. But the biggest thing is is that BYU uh, has an opportunity to just push their record to 4-0. Now, are they ever going to get ranked, it feels like, at any point? I, I have a hard time believing that. Unless they were to essentially like go on a run and push the record to like 10-0, and 0, and that would include wins next week in Las Vegas over two other Power 6 teams. You have a road game at Utah coming up. You'd have to win all that stuff. And by the way, Utah got a pretty impressive win over Wake Forest last night. You'd have to win all of that to really feel like you'd probably be ranked. But if you continue to win, you're going to start to get more notice. Obviously, BYU got some votes last week. I think the extrapolation of the poll had them at 32 in the country. It'd be really fun to see them uh, pull that off. So uh, we'll see what happens. I- I'm looking forward to this. And obviously, uh, if you guys would like to go out to the game, I'm-, I'm pulling this up here. I'm doing this live on air. I should have looked, you know, look this up before you go on. All right. So what I have is I've got, uh, so I've got a three-pack of tickets and a two-pack of tickets. So I've got, uh, I can send two uh, of our listeners out to the game uh, tomorrow evening uh, against Morgan State. I I don't have any football tickets, sadly, so uh, if you're looking for Oklahoma uh, tickets for football, I don't have those. Uh, But if I do have a three-pack of tickets as well as a two-pack of tickets to send you out to BYU and Morgan State. If you'd like to go to the game, send us an email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. We'll uh, assign you a number, put you in a random number generator. It'll spin out a number and I will contact you guys via email and transfer those tickets to you guys so uh, best of luck we've had the opportunity to send a bunch of you guys to games recently and we'll be doing it all season long and uh, looking forward to it so if you want to go to the Morgan State game tomorrow night uh, email me let me know if you're interested in the three pack or the two pack the, I guess the pair or the three uh, three tickets and we'll uh, do two separate giveaways on those two and obviously uh, hook you all up to go out to the game all right final notes real quick though before we go uh, BYU number 13 ranked women's volleyball program has senior night tonight as they Welcome in number 17, Kansas, to the Smith Fieldhouse. That'll be at 7 o'clock Mountain Time on Big 12 now on ESPN+. So tune into that. And obviously the big one tomorrow, BYU and Oklahoma. I cannot wait to see how this all goes down uh, for BYU. Uh, am I expecting a win? Frankly, no, I'm not. I'm not expecting it to be all that close. I think that BYU can uh, get within that 24-point spread if they uh, just get up off the deck and just play good football. Now, that's been a far cry the last two weeks from playing, quote-unquote, good football. But I'd like to see them do that. So I'd like to see them celebrate Senior Day in some form or fashion. But I am going to take Oklahoma 41, BYU like 20. Uh, I think that it would cover, obviously, the spread. So it's been sitting at 24 points uh, per our friends at FanDuel all week long or right around there. And uh, looking forward to that. And we'll we'll see where it ultimately uh, shakes out uh, for the Cougars. But uh, best of luck to Kalani Satake. Obviously, the 30 guys who are being honored and potentially the final games in a BYU uniform at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And looking forward to all that coverage. So uh, a big thank you to all of you for your support. And I'm, I forgot to mention this also. BYU women's basketball. They're in the islands. They're in Laie, Hawaii uh, for the North Shore Showcase. They're taking on Wake Forest uh, tomorrow night at 7.30 Mountain Time. So I apologize. I missed that one. It's actually going to be on uh, BYU Radio. I uh, I believe it's also on BYU TV, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So tune into that if you're looking for something tomorrow night as well. In terms of the women's basketball program, uh, they had a big win over UVU earlier this week. All right, so there you go. I think we've got it all. We covered it all. So a big thank you once again to Talmadge Gunther for taking the time to join the show. A big thank you, frankly, to all of you guys for your support of the podcast, as always. Cannot thank you guys enough for your continued uh, uh, just tuning in, uh, supporting the show, letting us know what you think, your comments, your, your ratings, your reviews. 
all that is much appreciated, and I cannot wait uh, to see how things shake out tomorrow. Win, loss, we'll cover it all. We'll have postcasts coming out for you guys tomorrow, and obviously we'll uh, be looking ahead uh, to the regular season finale a week from tomorrow uh, in the week ahead as BYU heads out to Oklahoma State on a Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, so looking forward to that all the same. So until then, my friends, have a great rest of your Friday. Thanks once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen today. Thank you to all of you, once again, who are everydayers with us as well. And we will catch you guys on postcast tomorrow. And a big thank you once again for your support of Locked On Cougars. See ya.